0: Hello and welcome to Walk by Faith with Diana. I'm Diana Abercrombie and I'm so excited that you're here. I can't wait to see where God takes us on this journey. My goal for this podcast is to dig into God's Word, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us and teach us how to apply His Word to our lives and then turn around and help others in their faith walk. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 4:4. It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I don't think we can live it if we don't know it. I want us to dig into God's word, pick the scripture apart, and allow the Holy Spirit to teach us how to apply it in our lives. Again, thank you so much for being here with me. Let's start walking, shall we? First podcast of uh, Walk by Faith with Diana. Um, today we're going to be talking about um, Walk by Faith and not by sight. So it's pretty cool that God gave me that as my first podcast episode, and that's found in Second Corinthians chapter five, verse seven. So what I really want this podcast to be is just a place where we can come and just dig into Scripture. Pick it apart, look at every word, look at every phrase, look at the background, the history, everything that's going on, and then just allow the Holy Spirit to show us how to take the scripture and apply it to our lives. We can't really live the Word of God if we don't know the Word of God, and the Holy Spirit who wrote the book, lives inside us if we've accepted Christ as our Savior. So what I really want to be able to do is just share God's Word and allow the Holy Spirit to teach us how to apply it to our lives every day. So before we get started, I want to say a prayer. always want to go to the Lord in prayer before we start digging into His Word because we want to invite the Holy Spirit in to teach us. So I'm going to pray and then we're going to pick um, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 apart, along with a few other verses, but that's the main one. Lord, I'm so grateful that we're here today to be able to just dig into Your Word to see what you are telling us, Lord, to allow the Holy Spirit to just open our hearts and our minds to see and hear and receive what you have for us in your word. I pray for each person who's tuning in and who's listening, Lord, that your word will just become very alive to them today that they will hear your word and Holy Spirit, that you will allow something to just jump out at them, that they can understand and say, oh, that's what that means, and that's how I can apply it in my life. And I just pray that you'll do that, Holy Spirit. You're the one that teaches us. You're the one that wrote the book. I'm so grateful to be able to do this, and I just pray your blessing over this, Lord. Thank you for the opportunity to be able to have this podcast and be able to share with others what your word means to me Um, and just to be able to share how you've taught me how to apply scripture in my life and Lord I just pray that we would open our hearts and minds to you today help us Lord to truly walk by faith and not by sight in Jesus name amen so let's dig into that scripture a little bit As I was thinking about it for this podcast, I thought, you know, I don't like to be in a place where I can't see. It just makes me so uncomfortable. I don't like not knowing what's around me, what's beside me, behind me, in front of me. I don't like it when I can't see. And yet when you think about it, we're called in scripture to walk by faith, not by sight. So it's important that we know who to go to in those situations when we can't see or when what we do see is something that worries us or concerns us or frightens us or makes us think a certain kind of way. So I want us to look at the scripture at 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, and it says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. I want to look at how we can take that verse and apply it to our everyday lives. And if you think about it, if you think about what walk means, it means to move. We can't just stop and um, kind of turn away from something because we can't see it or we don't like what we can see. There are those times when God says just keep moving. He knows we can't see or that we don't like what we can see, and honestly. That's his design. We want to stop because we can't see where we're going. We can't see the outcome of what's happening or we can't see how it makes any sense at all. So we want to stop and not keep going. But what does God say? God says walk by faith and not by sight. One of the definitions of walk is to advance or travel on, a, on foot at a moderate speed or pace. Proceed by steps. I love that because it's the perfect picture of what we're called to do. We're called to advance, travel step by step and at a moderate speed or pace. Don't stop. So a lot of times we're thinking, especially in one of those situations that's so uncomfortable for us, what do you mean, Lord, keep walking? I want to stop. I want you to fix this. I want this to go away. At the very least, can you please make it a little easier? When we walk by faith and not by sight, we are moving step by step. He didn't say to run by faith. He said walk. It's deliberate. We take one step at a time and advance toward what God is leading us into, whatever that looks like. Many times when we're faced with a situation or a circumstance that we don't like, we really do want to stop or at the very least turn around and move away from it. We can only see the circumstance, the pain, the hurt, whatever it is that comes from that situation that we don't like. That's what we see and that's what we tend to focus on. We don't want to walk through it. We want it to go away. We want to magically get to the other side of it so we don't have to suffer in it. But God wants us to walk through it. God wants us to put one foot in front of the other, focus on Him and not the situation, and advance in it and through it. We advance not only through whatever the situation might be, but into a more mature relationship with Jesus. Let's look at Hebrews 11.1 1 for a second faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So we are to proceed step by step in the assurance of those things hoped for in Christ and the evidence of things not seen. Now, a lot of times when you think about what is evidence of things not seen, when we look back In our lives, some of the things that God has done in our lives, those places that he's walked us through, those times that he's been with us, or even if it's not something that we can put our finger on right away, we know other people who have been through things or we've seen things that they've been through and how God has just worked a miracle Even in the situation, even if it doesn't look the way we think it's going to, but he's acted in a way that we know he did not just leave them there. That's the evidence of the things that we can't see. God already knows that we can't see what he can see. God has a clear view of everything. He sees everything. He knows the beginning. He knows the end. He knows everything in between. So he knows all of that. We have to proceed step by step by step, and be assured of the things hoped for in Christ and the evidence of things not seen. And all of that has to be in Christ. I always ask myself, what is it that I'm trying to see? In, in whatever the uncomfortable situation is or the hurtful circumstance or whatever it is, what am I trying to see? What am I looking at? Am I looking at God? And what he might be doing? Or am I so focused on whatever's happening that I'm not even looking for God in it? Like a lot of times we do that. We we get so fixated on whatever it is that... We, we're not looking at what God might be doing. And that's what Satan wants. That's why this next verse at 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, has become such a go-to verse in my life. It's so important for us to understand that the thoughts that come into our mind that would keep us from walking by faith and try to push us into walking by sight, it's so important for us to be able to take those thoughts and cast them down. And bring every thought into the obedience of Christ. Take it captive. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 says, Cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now, I love that verse because it really does say that we have a choice in what we allow to sit and park in our minds. It says, cast down imaginations. Now, some, some of the versions may say, cast down speculations, or pretenses or um, whatever it is that is coming up in our mind that's trying to jump above or ahead of what we know to be true of God. Now, how do we know what's true of God? We can only know God through His Word, through accepting Christ as our Savior, through a relationship with Christ, digging into His Word, allowing the Holy Spirit to teach us, and He will teach us. And then moving in that relationship with God and trusting God. It's so important that we do that. We can't go by what we think. We can't even go necessarily by what pastors and Sunday school teachers and and people that we consider to be godly. We have to be able to discern through what we know of Scripture that we have spent time in God's Word. We have a relationship with Christ. We're allowing the Holy Spirit to teach us so that we can know what is true of God. And we can cast down imaginations and anything and everything that will try to rise up above what we know to be true of Christ. It's so important that we do that. It's so powerful that we do that. We have a responsibility before God to challenge the thoughts that come into our heads and bring them into the obedience of Christ. We can't stop the thoughts from coming into our head, but we don't have to let them park there and stay. They don't have to take up residence. We can challenge those thoughts and put them up against what we know God says and then say, no, that's not from God. No, that's not what I know is true of God. That's not what scripture says. I'm casting that down and I'm taking my thoughts captive and bringing them into the obedience of Christ. We can do that. The word says that we can do that. We can turn our attention, our focus and our thoughts to God. We can only do that by staying in his word and being taught. If we look at our what our eyes see sometimes, we will be afraid. It will scare us or we will just fixate on what we see instead of the faith that we have in God and what we know to be true of God. So I really want us to be mindful of the fact that we have a choice. We have to choose to turn away from the fear of not being able to see or or to be able to turn away from the fear of seeing a certain circumstance, but then knowing that we don't have to go by what we see, that God will enable us to look beyond what we see and focus on him, that we can look at God, walk by faith, knowing that God is right there with us. He said he will never leave us or forsake us. He said that he never grows weary, he doesn't sleep, he will uphold us with his righteous right hand, he sees everything, he knows that we're going to have trouble in this life, but that we are to take courage because he has overcome the world. We know that we have a God sitting on the throne who does not get surprised by anything, who is not afraid of anything or anyone, and tells us not to be afraid. When Christ died on the cross, he died so that we could have a relationship and spend eternity with him. It's the most important thing. And in that, we're free not to be afraid. We're free not to accept the thoughts that Satan tries to put into our head. We're free not to live by sight. Because let's face it, there are a lot of things that we look at that would scare us to death. There's no question about it. That's why Satan wants us to see things. He wants us to live by what we see, live by what it looks like. But God says that we walk by faith not by sight. And we can trust God. He is trustworthy. He will show himself true in your life as he has in mind. There's no question about it. We do not have to live in fear. We have not been given a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. God is powerful. And, we, and when we use his word, to take our thoughts captive, to recognize and discern that Satan is trying to scare us, that Satan is trying to get us to live by sight and understand that it's the exact opposite of what God wants us to do, then these verses, the scripture, the time that we spend in God's word, the relationship that we build with God will help us to walk by faith and not by sight. So as we close today I do want to issue a little bit of a challenge because I can promise you that now that you have listened to this podcast that you have been exposed to these verses that there's no question that Satan's going to try to trip you up there's no Satan there's no question that Satan is going to try and come in and get you this week to focus on what you see and not focus on God. So my challenge is that every single time we find ourselves in this in a situation this week that requires us to walk by faith and not by what we see, I'm challenging myself and I'm challenging you to say, I might not be able to see how this is going to turn out well. It might look very scary, very frightening, very chaotic. And I that might be all I can see right now. All I can see is the crazy that Satan's trying to throw in front of me. But I am choosing to turn my thoughts, my mind, my heart, my focus to Christ. I am choosing to do what 2 Corinthians ten five 5 says to cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And I am choosing to walk by faith, not by sight. My prayer is that we will just take these two scriptures even this week and just say, Thank you, God, that you've given me scripture, your word, to be able to fight Satan, to be able to fight those thoughts, to be able to fight those fears that come. I don't have to walk by what I see. I can walk by faith through Christ. Because he will walk us through. So I'll know that I will be praying for you this week. I will be lifting you up, knowing that it's going to be a little bit of a challenge that we'll probably be faced with some things. Because that is what happens when we dig into God's word and we learn and we're trying to apply it to our lives. We're going to have to apply it. So my prayer is that you will be able to take these verses, take these scriptures, and just apply them to your life. And when things start happening, when you're starting to look at something and get that antsy, anxious feeling, that you'll be able to say, no, I'm walking by faith, not by what I see. God is bigger than whatever it is that I see. And I can, through Christ, take captive and take into take every thought captive and bring it into the obedience of Christ. That is my prayer for you this week. Pray for me this week too, because I can promise you um, it will be a challenge for me too. There's no doubt these are... Two of my favorite verses for a reason because I definitely have to use them in my life every day pretty much. So let's pray for each other. I hope you have a great week. I'm so grateful that you were here with me and I hope you enjoyed it. Please tune in again next week this same time and we will continue to walk by faith.